Hello and welcome back, everybody. I am Jeff Cross, your host of Friends with Employee Benefits and HR. Um, anyway, you know what? I, I, I don't want to waste any time here. I kind of want to jump right into today's topic, which is uh, wait. So you don't love open enrollment? <laughs> that's uh, that's what we're calling it, and obviously it's about the the open enrollment process and annual. Uh, an annual right for HR uh, professionals and their employees. And uh, when I say open enrollment, you know, you're either going to scream or immediately run and hide under your desk, right? It's one of those times a year, and, and I get it. It's stressful. Uh, all the weight is falling on the HR team's shoulders to make sure your employees are uh, truly uh, aware of and understanding their benefits uh, and that they're making the right choices, and it's it's not easy, and there's a lot of challenges, and we're going to talk about those and some things we can maybe do to make life easier for you all. So that's why I'm really thrilled to have here with us today Spencer Sands, uh, who's an account executive at Jelly Vision. Uh, so Spencer's on the podcast today. He's going to help us dispel the, for lack of a better word, the Sunday scaries uh, that we sometimes get around open enrollment. So so how you doing, Spencer? I'm great, Jeff. Thanks for having me on today. I'm really excited to chat with you about this. Obviously, open enrollment is a topic that sometimes gets brushed under the rug. I'm happy it's becoming more top of mind for most groups. Great, great. Do you want to take 30 seconds to just kind of talk about uh, what Jelly Vision uh, does and who you are and maybe your role within? Yeah, absolutely. So Jelly Vision is a benefits communication and decision support communication company that really helps um, take complicated topics, mundane topics, and creates a little bit of excitement around them to help you know, change behaviors, to help you know, get people into the right plans, you name it. So really just taking a fresh approach to benefits and the communication side of things um, to help make it a strength for a lot of the companies that we work with. Great, good. So you know what, let's start out with this. Just a really you know, high level question for you, Spencer. What are your thoughts on open enrollment in general? In general, when I think about it, I think I think of it in the same lens as a lot of people do. It is sometimes complicated. We run out of time. It is a topic that we kind of push off most of the time to year's end. And um, uh, really a big a stressor, you know, for a lot of uh, the brokers and consultants that we work with. Um, and of course, the, you know, the end user, a lot of those clients. Um, but from the perspective that I've started to look at it with a new lens, obviously, since working at Jelly Vision, where uh, open enrollment and everything that leads up to it is becoming, again, a hotter topic, but more of a strength for a lot of the groups that we're working with and something to be excited about. And now, like you said, having those Sunday scaries about, especially during Q4. I'll just add to that. And I agree with all that. I, I think that, you know, in general, what I, I think of open enrollment now is, yeah, you got you to get away from this idea that it's this chore that you do annually. But also think about it as really just the beginning of an ongoing communication process to uh, to your employees. So, so all right, let's move right into it. And, and I'm going to ask you, you know, what what can uh, we as employers or HR managers say to help change our employees' behavior, or or more specifically, make them more engaged in our benefits offerings? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and kind of like you mentioned a moment ago, trying to get away from that you know, just open enrollment communication and having it be a year-round approach. Because obviously the Super Bowl of everything is open enrollment, but benefits and communication doesn't stop there. There's, you know, qualifying life events that take place. You've got individuals that are new hires, or if they simply just want to dive in to learn more about their benefits, 
there is really a want from that from a lot of employees around the country. And a lot of OA communication really kind of fails most, you know, because the human test that it takes is it really focuses on not so much the employee's best interest, but sometimes the company's. So kind of rewording the approach to what benefits can provide the employee um, is a real important piece kind of to that entire puzzle. Because a lot of employees just see it as another thing that they need to do, um, nothing that really kind of garners any sort of benefit, benefit for them. And then you need to show them why they should care about that plan versus that other plan or why they should maybe open and actually utilize that HSA or that FSA. And that's where, you know, the tool like Alex, of course, you know, the tool that Jellyvision uh, provides gives the employees the opportunity to really kind of see the difference between, you know, plan A and plan B and why it's a benefit for them. So they can really set themselves up for the year to, you know, be in control of their, their health care, be in control of their outcome and, you know, even save some money along the way. Yeah, well, so the, you just got on the money because I was going to say, does that mean, at least in part, showing the, the, the true value in, in dollar signs between the two plans in some way, shape or form? Absolutely. That's one of the factors of it, you know, really kind of stripping it down and being very transparent with the employee. Because, you know, for a lot of employees, I mean, me included, I'm sure you included, there were certain points of time during our careers where we were just given a benefits packet, a benefits guide, and there were a couple of plans. Did we read through it? Probably not. Um, we probably defaulted to the plan we picked the year before, or maybe we just asked a loved one um, what plan we should pick. And most of the time, because those individuals aren't, you know, HR professionals, we were probably given bad information, even though it came from a really good place. So really kind of stripping it down from dollars and cents to showcase the benefits of each, giving you some real life dollars and cents. Um, the beautiful thing about Alex is it takes your annual household income and calculates all that math in the background based on your expected care for that year to really start to whittle it down to showcase the employee. Okay, if you're planning on having a child, if you're staying in the ER, you know, if you have this many prescription drugs, qualifying questions like that, the employee can then see near the end of the conversation you know, how much is going to be taken out of their paycheck every couple of weeks, but more importantly, some of the tax savings as a result of those decisions. And get and it gets to really sort of a net cost of the plan to them, you know, uh, in a typical year based on their profile, right? Exactly. It'll go through the expected needs. You know, if everything goes well and you only, you know, answering those qualifying questions, you only go to the doctor a couple of times for preventative care, you name it. But it also, I think, more importantly, lays out worst case scenarios to really get your mind going and thinking through those situations if things do come up how do you protect yourself from those instances yeah it's a, i think you're right like a, traditionally you would go through a, a an enrollment meeting through an enrollment package and then almost brush over okay you know here's the premium and never really connect and never really so this is what your payroll is going to deduction will be for this plan versus that plan but never really connect how that's only one part of the equation. You're going to go back to the benefit design and what kind of out-of-pocket costs did you expect and, and, uh, and make sure that you're valuing each, each of the plans uh, that you're offering appropriately. So uh, I, I agree. That's, uh, it's something that's been lacking traditionally, uh, and I think the, the industry is overdue for a, a refresh on that. So what are some tactics that HR professionals can start using today to help uh, better connect with their employees? Yeah, I think, you know, right up front, it's really just about being honest with yourself. Like looking back at 
last year's open enrollment, looking back at previous years, and to see where each year you struggle with certain things. Maybe it's plan migration, maybe it's unsatisfied employees, and just getting to the core of the issues and you know, approaching it with you know a different lens moving forward. I think it's really easy to get comfortable in our ways. You know, I like taking a certain way to work, and until I found a more efficient way to do it, where it was a little bit uncomfortable up front, it was a new route. I had to get used to the bus and the train, but I was saving about 40 minutes out of my day as a result of it. Same thing can be said to, you know, the way we communicate benefits. I'm, you know, gone could be the days where we're having all these crazy open enrollment meetings where we're, you know building out these really rich benefits guides that are going unseen to help get more out of what you know these great benefits are that you're offering to your employees. So that's one thing, being real honest with your approach and how can you change it. Um, you know, another piece is really just trying to, you know, just dropping a lot of that jargon. Um, you know, HR professionals like yourselves and a lot of the HR teams that we work with, they're privy to the knowledge that is human resources, CDHP with copay and, you know, you name it all really jargon-heavy pieces that to the average employee, I mean, they might as well read it, be reading a different language backwards for the first time and saying, hey, make a really important decision about your benefits. So really stripping it down and taking the less is more approach will be huge. And getting away from, again, benefits-heavy jargon and speaking to employees in simple terms will really also help empower those employees to not only pick the right plans, but to appreciate their benefits even more. So it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, but the part of the core of what what you guys do at Jelly Vision and what you're saying too is, we've got to start connecting with our employees more digitally. Is that fair for to, to say more, more, you know, less less paper uh, and kind of more, you know, 21st century communication methods? Yeah, Jeff. You know, you're right. When it comes down to technology, there really is kind of like a craving to digitize more things, especially things like, you know, benefits and communication, you know, saving money, saving time is one of those huge aspects of it. So traveling to, you know, from location to location, holding open enrollment meetings, you know, printing benefits guides and packets. There's a lot of work that goes into it, but a lot of the time we don't see the traction that we like out of it. And, you know, as the, as the workforce, you know, becomes overrun with, you know, those generations, whether they're millennials like myself, even though I'm an older one, we, we crave the access to, you know, information through, you know, the palms of our hands, right? Being able to kind of like, you know, go through and pay our bills online through our phones, you know, book flights, check our home, you know, from a security camera, or just simply checking Facebook. Things like benefits, because they're so important, should have that same type of access uh, and multi-platform availability through smartphones, tablets, and home computers. And, you know, there are ways to, you know, really kind of assist in that space for employees and to complement things like tech with some of those classic means of tech or classic means of communication. So getting the word out via flyers, postcards, leveraging even things like text messages to be in front of your employees to really help show them the importance, not only just leading up to open enrollment, but throughout the year about what these benefits can provide them. Yeah. So m- multiple channels and, and I, is it important to Spencer to, to kind of, um, Make sure that you're reaching, you're you're providing per, information that's pertinent to people in different phases of their life who have different. Not all of your employees really are are in the same place or have the same needs as one another, right? So, you you have to connect uh, with with different information that reaches different people at different times of their life. Is that true? Absolutely. So 
millennials are just kind of like one of those hot topics that a lot of groups are having a hard time kind of cracking the code on. But you know, there are groups that are nearing retirement, people who fall in the middle, maybe single, middle aged, parents, families, you name it. So, you know, having the encyclopedia of benefits, which are those guides and a lot of those open enrollment meetings has all the information, but taking it a step further and really kind of whittling it down for the particular employee it's in front of is important because the priorities of a millennial are far different from somebody who's on the verge of retirement and everybody that falls in between. So you're right. Customizing the conversation is huge and kind of attracting all those people at once. And I'm just going to come full circle back to your initial statement, which is, you know, which is transparency, honesty, you know, uh, as I said, there's been a tendency in the past to, I think, sort of glaze over some stuff and, and not be uh, honest about what the benefits are, but also enthusiastic about, about it and the value of, of those benefits. You almost have to create sort of uh, cheerleaders within the organization to make this, the process of, the, the, of communicating benefits a little more, um, I don't know, a little higher energy, high energy, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you have to make it more palatable, honestly. And, and it should be too, because you know, a lot of these, a lot of the companies out there, what they're looking at as being a differentiator is the plan design, is their benefits that they offer to employees that are interested in employment and the, and, you know, the employers that want to retain top talent, you know, great benefits. And they don't even have to be the best benefits really in the world. You know, you just have to communicate them properly so that employees actually, you know, what's work for it. I mean, they, they appreciate them. And right, yeah. having cheerleaders out there, just not making it about this grimacing feel that open enrollments around the corner. I've got a new hire coming in and uh, here's this other, here's this other box I need to check off. You know, some, there should be something said for, you know, saving for retirement, leveraging an HSA to pay for medical bills. Um, if it's a benefit like, you know, pet insurance or gym reimbursement, all sorts of things, those things can be exciting if you're, you know, putting the information out there the right way. There's no, you know, I, I don't think employers should be shy about the fact that this is a benefit that they're helping their employees save for retirement, save for healthcare expenses, pay for the insurance itself. I mean, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I think being enthusiastic about communicating that to me makes sense and, and, and doing it quietly and timidly to, it does not make sense to me. So, uh, and let's make it a little fun while we're at it. Uh, right? I agree with you. And, and just to kind of expand on that a little bit further. So, you know, I'm in my mid thirties now and I've, I've always, you know, there's benefits that have always been available to me, but the problem is I never had the right avenue to invest properly, to pick the right plan and save money, you know, as I started my career in my early twenties so there is a need for this conversation to even be taking place earlier where, you know, if you're 22 and just fresh out of college, thinking about retirement maybe isn't at the top of, you know, top of your mind, but in order to have right. like great financial security, understanding this stuff early and having a team that's excited about it and talking about it often can only help the employer and the employee over the course of time. Right, exactly. So let's talk for a minute about like timeline. How much time do you need to effectively communicate a benefits uh, renewal or package? Like if you had to put together a, a sample timeline for an open enrollment communication, and let's assume it's a January one renewal date, uh, what does that look like to you? Yeah, I'd say, you know, you really want to kind of start a little bit earlier than maybe you necessarily would year over year. So we're not, you know, rushing to you know cross the finish line for those renewals, for those open enrollments. So I'd say right around the eight to 12 week mark is when you're gonna to wanna to start kind of building, you know, build those benefits guides, but build better benefits guides, right? 
um, you know, take that a less is more approach, you know, really kind of speak to employees in terms that will resonate with them and getting away from the HR jargon. Um, of course, identifying what new open enrollment content you'll need, you know, gathering also employee testimonials. I think showing appreciation to, you know, your team, garnering their feedback will only strengthen a company's relationship with their employees. And then once you, you know, you're at that eight to 12 week mark and you've kind of handled those things, right around the four week mark, maybe just throw out some email signatures, uh, posters, flyers, that type of collateral to keep the momentum going. You don't want to just kind of do a bum rush on things and stop cold turkey because the engagement and the excitement won't be there once open enrollment kicks off. And then, you know, give managers a toolkit, you know, really arm them with information about open enrollment, maybe just some of the core pieces about their benefits, maybe things that are changing, things that are staying the same to, again, increase that interest. And then when you're a couple of weeks out, you know, host some webinar events, you know, have some meetings, have some one-on-one -on -one events, create an FAQ list, um, you know, send some more emails. Just again, as I said, the momentum is huge. And especially when it comes time for open enrollment, we either think we've got too much time and we put it off, or we have too little time and we push, we push things off to that next year where we want to try to recreate the wheel. And then, of course, during open enrollment, you know, sending at least a few more emails and then always having conversations with your employees, you know, throughout the week, just, just to see if they have any questions. They could always direct them to the new resources that you have. I, I think what jumps out at me there is I, I think you said to start communicating well before open enrollment even begins though, or, or to, in other words, to sort of create almost this, um, suspense and and, and uh, this anticipation oh it's coming it's coming open enrollment in an enthusiastic way not in a doom and gloom way <laughs> right but hey you know get ready hey it's, it, here we go there's a lot of new exciting stuff that you're going to see and uh, get people prepped for when open enrollment actually does begin is that is it, did you say that did i hear you correctly no absolutely i think of yeah. uh i like to work in terms of metaphors especially for things that can be confusing to individuals if they're only like looking at these things a couple of times a year. But I mean, really think about some of those blockbuster movies that come out in the summer. You're getting those teaser trailers for what that movie is, you know, the, the early part of that previous year or right around the Super Bowl. So they're, we're, they're planting seeds throughout to say, oh my gosh, here's this great thing. I'm gonna be you know, investing my time in this because it's gonna, it's gonna give me something back. You're gonna get satisfaction out of what these plans are, what these benefits are. And it just comes in early and often communication. You know, again, the Super Bowl of everything is open enrollment. We all know that. But people should be excited about their benefits year round. Um, you know, there's the open enrollment timeline that we want to look at, you know, where I said about like that eight to 12 week mark is when you really want to start communicating it. And some groups are a little scared and a little hesitant to sometimes put out the communication early because maybe plan designs aren't finalized yet and things like that. Premiums aren't set which is fine. You know, you don't need to provide the individuals with the kitchen sink. You just need to put out some information regarding these plans and these benefits just to get the gears going in their heads a little bit more. Yeah. And I think maybe employers seriously were afraid to sort of put those early communications out. I think you're right because maybe not everything's finalized yet. And, and, and I agree with you. You don't need all the details in those uh, trailer type communications, right? Here's what's coming. But um, but perhaps they've been afraid traditionally because they've, they've not really, they've assumed that employees are dreading open enrollment as much as they are. <laughs> right. And they was a, oh, let's not remind them that this is coming. And, and, uh, and I think we need to completely turn, turn that around and start with earlier communications. Yeah, 
absolutely. It should not yeah. be something called the benefit shouldn't be met with disdain. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's exactly yeah. it. So, so let me ask you this. So speaking of the traditional uh, benefit enrollment process and timeline, and everything there are there are companies out there who feel like you know we've all we've only done in person live open enrollment meetings in the past, handing out you know paper enrollment guides. What advice would you give to a company that that has operated that way historically? Absolutely, and you know it is an uncomfortable thing for groups that have historically approached it that way, and. There is something to be said for that human face-to-face -face contact. But a lot of the times in that face-to-face -face contact, you're not, you know, there isn't a consistent, that consistent message that's being provided. Um, you know, it's met with the type of disdain that you were talking about a little bit earlier where they grimace at the thought of open enrollment. They're out there running these meetings. They're, they're worn thin. They're tired. And maybe the employee isn't getting the same experience, that consistent message through each conversation they have, you know with that HR professional and with that consultant. So, you know, getting uncomfortable or getting comfortable being uncomfortable is the best thing, the best thing that I can say up front to where you can still have those human interactions with your employees, but you can leverage it as a conversation that doesn't feel mundane or complicated. You're talking about an uplifting, pardon me, an uplifting moment about this new benefit, the excitement that should be centered around it. And instead of presenting them, again, like I said earlier, the whole kitchen sink with all of these benefits, they can have a human conversation with the employee and direct them to that new tech that can get them into the right plan to help them get the most out of it. And the other piece to it as well is, you know, from a company's perspective, again, open enrollment meetings where there's low attendance, um, you're seeing the same opportunities year over year when it comes down to you know, low adoptability in a specific plan, low HSA or FSA contributions, moving towards a platform that has a meaningful conversation at the employee's convenience can help with that. So yeah, I agree uh, wholeheartedly. And you know, there's a stat from Sherm that says that 34% uh, of employees find benefit information presented in a meeting, in a traditional meeting format, boring and complex. And then on top of that, 91% of employees have admitted to daydreaming or even dozing off. I think it's a third of, of, of surveyed employees have, have admitted to dozing, dozing off during meetings. That's from, uh, that stat comes from Verizon conferencing white paper. And so grabbing someone's attention in that traditional way is clearly difficult. Absolutely. You know, I, I, yeah. think, I think of everything too as kind of like a relationship and if you are, let's say you're on a date and the individual's speaking with you about topics they don't care about, speaking about themselves the entire time, things that aren't relevant to you, yeah. I mean, you're probably going to tune out. You're probably going to daydream. You might fall asleep um, and you won't, there won't be a second date. You're not going to go to that person for more information because you're curious about, you know, what they have to say or if you're an actual match. The same thing can be said for really just about anything. If it doesn't interest the employee, I mean, everybody's gone to school and had to take those core classes that they're not interested in. It's the same kind of idea. If you're a math yeah. person and you're learning about art and your brain just doesn't work that way, it's difficult to retain that information. So again, cutting out the fat of a lot of these things that aren't relevant to the person will help raise that interest and help them appreciate things like benefits even more. And the statistics also say that, that people want to receive their benefits information electronically. The vast majority are expecting 
you you mentioned it before, Spencer. We do everything on our iPhone, just about. So so the the in-person meetings, that's not meeting the expectation of the average employee anyway. So all, all good advice and good things to point out to that that employer who's afraid to pull the trigger and 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 move away from the in-person uh, paper enrollment process. So. I think there's also a misconception too that you know bringing on technology, bringing on tools that you know make your life easier make it seem like you're replaceable, but it's not the case. You're just really kind of being more cognizant of your time to really, you know, focus on other areas of the business that you weren't able to before or get that time and attention it needed because you were, you know, traveling across a state to have these open enrollment meetings where a few people were meeting up with you and who weren't paying attention and building out those benefits guides. So leveraging technology, um, think of it more as like an ally instead of replacement from that standpoint to really help you focus on other areas. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, and employers, so you're helping the HR team in that way and saving them time, but also it's simplifying uh, something that has become another stat for you. I think this is from uh, Guardian uh, that three out of five employers say that managing their benefits program has become increasingly complex. So it's getting more and more complex. Employers are adding more and more benefits, voluntary type of benefits and, and so forth. And so you're addressing that complexity issue while saving time. It's a double win for the employer. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, client yeah. design, even when I started you know, in the workforce, not, you know, not that long ago, the complexities, of the complexities of everything have just skyrocketed. So think about having just one plan option with one contribution and getting the most out of it. That's what technology can provide you with. It really kind of takes out all of that noise and only puts in front of you what's relevant to you. We actually had a client that, you know, ran open enrollment meetings. I think they had about 12 per year, um, you know, running a 24-7 call center, and they still weren't seeing the traction and the appreciation they were hoping for, and they were really spinning their wheels in this area. And Alex came in and actually was able to eliminate all those 12 open enrollment meetings uh, and whittle it down to just a couple Q&A sessions, um, to provide, again, some of that unique face-to-face -face contact to let them know that the employer is still there, um, still there to help them along the way. But Alex was able to kind of help them work more efficiently with their time to help their employees, again, get more out of their plan design. And that group itself, they had about, it's about 739 uh, unique visits to the website for 700 employees. So they recognized the need. Um, they were honest with themselves kind of upfront about it. And the employees really garnered a great benefit from leveraging a technology tool like Alex. Great example. So how many times should we be communicating benefits to our employees in, in, in the course of the, the year? Uh, is there a sweet spot there? You know, from a sweet spot perspective, um, that's where the kind of human side really starts to take shape. As you had mentioned earlier, you know, workforces are built out, you know, with millennials, parents, families. You've got people on the verge of retirement. And the need, depending also on... Um, you know, whatever it is from, you know, the many, a manufacturing facility to a doctor's office, you know, the hours in which these groups, you know, are working, are they decentralized, so on and so forth, can really start to kind of culminate the specific type of communication you need. So that's where the collaboration between, you know, like one digital brokers, as well as these HR, you know, team members at these companies can really start to take effect. So year round communication is key. You know, putting out some, you know, emails and directing them to a program like Alex will really allow them to, you know, empower the employee to understand what this benefit is 
and how it can benefit them. So it doesn't have to be about open enrollment at any given time. It's, you know, have you used those FSA funds? Let's talk to Alex about what you can use that for. Um, leveraging collateral, maybe email or flyer to talk about something fun and exciting like those F that FSA or HSA money. Let's hop on, you know, Amazon real quick because they've got this great, um, I guess you can say FSA, HSA store where you can buy things with that program so you don't have to worry about losing that money, especially if it's an FSA. So taking moments to be really creative with communication will be important outside of just like the cut and dry stuff that we're used to seeing. So I wouldn't say there is a particular sweet spot, but from an industry perspective and the collaboration you have with those groups, you could really come up with a, a fantastic rhythm, you know, based on the employees that you're trying to attract. Well, suffice it to say too, don't you think that once a year is not enough though, right? Absolutely not. You know, benefits are, you're signing up for, for your benefits for the year, not just that next week or just that one time you get sick. So right. they should right. be seen as definitely much more than just that one day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, I mean, we're, really what we're talking about here, Spencer, is it, it, it's okay. How, how, do, how do you make uh, open enrollment more effective and, and engaging? And, uh, you know, Alex is a tool that can help an organization do that. So, so in a nutshell, how does Alex accomplish that? Maybe you have some examples uh, that you can share with us. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, Alex takes, I think all the perfect aspects of technology and the human side of things and blends it perfectly together into a conversation that's actually fun to have. Uh, you know, Jellyvision started off in the gaming industry. I don't know if you remember the games from back in the day, you don't know Jack or who wants to be a millionaire, but it's a very interactive conversation. So you have heard of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. So, you know, taking kind of like that choose your own adventure style, sprinkling, sprinkling in humor and delight, and really, it's just about being memorable. Um, you know, who would think humor and delight would be associated with a you know, high deductible plan in an HSA? So that's where it kind of starts to kind of like rework the gears of the employee a little bit to think a little bit differently about these benefits and how beneficial they actually are. So Alex, and you know, like we mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, having an employee speak to employees through the avenues of a webinar, uh, an open enrollment meeting, all those different types of avenues, sometimes the communication itself can get muddled. You know, maybe they're not giving all the information, maybe they're giving up, giving too much information, or maybe some of that information in and of itself is inaccurate, because that, that happens with humans, you know, we're not perfect. So Alex has a conversation with the employee, asks the employee a handful of qualifying questions up front to make sure that the path that Alex brings the employee down is the one that's most relevant to them, and doesn't waste time showcasing, you know, plan A or plan C, if it's not relevant to them. So providing them with, you know, all the information they need, they could always have the option to dive in even a little bit deeper and have a, a more meaningful conversation about, you know, that HSA or that PPO plan if it's the first time it was recommended to them so that they feel comfortable and empowered by those recommendations. And the other part to it, you know, when it comes down to this piece of communication is that consistent message. You know, Alex is available 24-7, 365 days a year to be in the back pocket of each one of your employees to ensure that they are getting everything they need when they need it. So you've got a lot of options when it comes down to that type of technology for sure. You mentioned kind of making it uh, a little lighter, more humor, injecting some humor into it and fun into it. And won't that just naturally make benefits less scary too to employees? Exactly. It does take out a lot of that scare. 
you know, we try to, again, like I said earlier, kind of take out that, you know, all that jargon in HR speak and take that less is more approach. Employees don't need to see really everything that a benefits guide offers and to be humorous about it really, again, makes it more memorable, makes it fun, makes yeah. stepping off the, you know, stepping off the floor for a moment or having a conversation at home with your loved ones about benefits an enjoyable experience. And it'll, it'll, you know, when you, it is a choose your own adventure style. So you can go as deep as you want and continue to have conversations with Alex as you see fit. And when it comes down to things like benefits and our healthcare, whether it be our physical health, financial wealth, or, uh, you know, mental health, that can be a hard conversation to have even with the people that we're closest, closest with. So speaking to Alex, that's basically an avatar that speaks to the employee in a very human way, really kind of brings their guard down to set themselves up for success that year. So the, the plan that they're recommended and those contributions are as true to their current state and where they plan on going. Yeah, it might make a lot of people even more comfortable than the, you know the, someone from the HR team standing up in front of them in an auditorium that, that you've got sort of the privacy, sort of it's an avatar thing and you, know, you can sort of be more uh, candid and comfortable in the way you communicate with, with that uh, through that medium. Exactly. You know, being behind a screen, it does have its benefits sometimes, not so much from the comments section on Twitter or anything like that. But when it comes down to, you know, those personal matters, you're having a conversation, you know, for your own, you know, personal growth, whether again, health, wealth related, you name it. Yeah, it does break down that barrier for sure. Exactly. So Spencer, what's the number one thing that employers should take away from this episode? You know, I think one of the, the major things is, you know, many OE communications kind of fail uh, the most basic test of human interest. And that's the kind of like what's in it for me mentality. And that can be addressed a handful of different ways. Uh, you know, one of them most, most importantly being showcasing them, you know, those, those plans that are offered, right? There's a high deductible plan, there's a PPO, there's an HMO. And I feel like, again, a lot of employees always have that guard up that, okay, whatever, whatever decision I'm making here is just going to benefit my employer. I don't know what to do. I might not sign up. I'm going to sign up for the wrong plan. You name it. So showcasing and really kind of, again, taking down that barrier for the employee and showing them the benefit of that particular plan, how much they could be saving throughout the year as a result of that decision based on the care they're expected to need, and things like HSAs and FSAs, how to invest in those properly so you can get the most out of them. So you're really protecting your, you know, your savings. Um, you're not putting this you know, money on a credit card. And then you're seeing some tax savings as a result of that. So the tax savings can accumulate to anything from the total of a car payment or maybe even a mortgage payment each month, depending on how much you're investing in those programs. So really showing you know, the employee what's in it for them and not so much the employer is a real great way to uh, create more of a bond and a connection with your team when it comes down to things like that. And just to add, you know, when it comes down to communication, there was a study that took place, and if when communication is effective, 76% of employees actually reported feeling satisfied with their benefits. But in turn, when that communication was ineffective, whether it's utilizing snail mail, holding open enrollment meetings, or you know, giving out those benefits guides, whether printed or digitally, only 6% of employees actually reported feeling satisfied with their benefits. Wait, was that 6%? 6 Yep. Six. So it goes from six to seventy-six. Yep. When they when they when they have uh, been communicated properly, um, the numbers yeah. increase drastically. You know. Wow. Yeah. 
It's pretty crazy. That's it. Great, great final uh, final points there. So here it is. A couple of questions just so all of our listeners can know you a little bit better. Here we go. Uh, you can only have one kind of ice cream uh, the rest of your life, chocolate or vanilla. What are you going to choose? Oh, I have to pick between those two. I was going to say mint chocolate chip from Baskin and Robbins. I would have uh, to go. <laughs> very you specific. I would go with... Uh, Vanilla, which sounds cheesy, but you can add more ingredients to that and complement the vanilla, I think, better than you complement chocolate. Great point, actually. That's a really good point. So uh, you could add chocolate chips to your vanilla ice cream and you're, you're halfway yeah. to mint chocolate chips. Or chocolate yeah. syrup, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now you're talking. Uh, we could talk for another 20 minutes about ice cream. <laughs> yeah, we better not. All right, favorite movie. Just because it's top of mind, I would, mm, I'd probably say Mrs. Doubtfire. I love Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy watch. I was going to say Citizen Kane or something like that, but you know what? Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> I laughed just thinking about that. <laughs> uh, good choice. Um, so would you rather be able to fly or be invisible? Fly. I'd, I'd imagine the things I'd hear being invisible would be a lot of things I wouldn't want to hear and they'd be misconstrued. So <laughs> I'll fly above everybody and ignore what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Not only great answers, but great logic to every answer. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and lastly, if you weren't doing what you do today, what, what would you be doing, Spencer? Oddly enough, I would be, so I went to school for art. And I'd, I'd be a photographer. I do, I do photography on the side professionally, but if I had the opportunity, I'd be photographing for Sports Illustrated or National Geographic or one of those great periodicals. I love traveling. I love nature. I also love sports. So maybe a combination of the two. All right. Spencer Sands from Jelly Vision. Uh, really great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. It was very enlightening for me and I'm, I'm sure for everybody listening. So for all of the uh, employers and HR specialists out there, if you want to learn more about effectively engaging your employees in open enrollment, uh, and throughout the year, you can check out our open enrollment hub located at onedigital.com backslash open enrollment. This is actually a page that's filled with helpful resources uh, that, will, that will get you running open enrollment like a, like a real pro. And you know what? You crush one of the more challenging aspects of your job, that being open enrollment, and you're going to get employees uh, the coverage and peace of mind that they deserve. Lastly, don't forget, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, you got to get that done. You want to be the first to know when the next episode drops. You don't want to miss an episode. So subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. I am Jeff Cross, and this has been an episode of Friends with Employee Benefits and HR.